Hello, everybody. This is Richard Carafel from Agility PR Solutions, and welcome to PR Profiles, the video series and podcast where we chat with experts in the PR and communications industry because we think PR is the most formidable, dynamic, and rewarding field there is. And we wanted to introduce you to some of our favorite powerhouses in the industry. And today we're speaking with Abby Whitaker. She's the president and owner of the Abby Agency in Reno, Nevada. Hi, Abby. Hello, Richard. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And formidable, as we are yes, every day in the PR profession. You got it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what's going on at the Abbey Agency these days. Yeah. So um, we are a, um, we've morphed over the last kind of 10 years since I met you a while ago into more of an integrated agency. As you know, PR is not just a press release anymore. There's a lot of integrated tools that go along with that in order to kind of leverage that voice, that brand and those opportunities. So we've grown to about 42 people. Um, which is a lot, I think. It's a little stressful sometimes. We acquired a digital firm two years ago in the UK to really expand our web offerings um, and some of our more integrated assets that we wanted to bring in to our campaigns. So that has been exciting. Um, we actually just acquired a, um, a visual firm as well. So a photography video firm in order to really make sure we have that in-house because you know, video is definitely on the rise, um, especially with platforms like TikTok and things like that, it's not gonna go anywhere. So so we just want to make sure we're prepared in 2022 to come out as formidable as ever. There you go. All right. Well, you're certainly on the right track, it sounds like. So uh, wonderful. Okay. So this is a bit of a rapid fire interview. We're just going to jump right in and get boom, started boom. with this first question. Boom, boom. Uh, so you started the Abbey Agency about 14 years ago and you've experienced all this growth, as you mentioned, uh, and you did it because you wanted to create, and I quote, a better way of doing this whole agency thing. So tell us a little bit about what led you to that moment. What did, what did you learn from your previous experience that made you realize you wanted to do things differently and you wanted to do them yourself? Well, I was I worked for an awesome PR firm for most of my career called the Lyman Agency, and um, I learned a ton from them. But I was in Reno, they were in the Bay Area, and I noticed that there was a real void in Reno and kind of in Nevada in general for really true thoughtful PR, right? Not just kind of... Um, a simple pitch, simple press releases, but really kind of more of that national positioning, larger voice, et cetera, et cetera. So that is when I decided there could be a good opportunity to really plant my stake um, in Reno, Nevada. It was during the height of the recession and I left an amazing job with amazing people. My husband thought I was crazy and we took out a second on our house to be able to pay for what I needed. And it was definitely a little grin and bear for a while, but you know, you got to take chances if you're ever going to kind of get above that mountaintop. And I'm super proud that I did it. And I think that we've helped Reno grow from a PR perspective um, and help push a lot of the agencies here to understand um, what PR really can be, not just what it was or is. That's very cool and uh, very brave, brave, brave move. It is. It was you scary. Really, yeah, you got to <laughs> knuckle down and just uh, force yourself mm -hmm. through it. I know that. So, uh, well, good for you. Okay, cool. Now, one of your agency's specialties is purpose-driven marketing, which you wrote an article about for the Forbes Agency Council last year, uh, where you said that you believe that any business, no matter what size, can use purpose-driven marketing to make a difference and show it to present and potential customers. Can you go into that a little bit more? And because you specialize in tech and travel, can you share how those industries in particular might put purpose-driven marketing into action? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think that any company, agency, brand should really look at things about how could I impact the world in a better way, right? When we think of purpose driven marketing, we have to understand that people want to work for companies um, that work for companies that focus on making the world a better place. Um, so really, when we come into a client, we look at their DEI initiatives, we look at their sustainability initiatives, we look at their expert positioning and their voice and how they can have a bigger voice and buckets that kind of matter from a more worldview kind of perspective and everything. Um, um, with some of our tourism um, clients throughout COVID, we did a lot of kind of know before you go and sustainability positioning. Some of our destinations, such as North Lake Tahoe, Carmel by the Sea, Kalispell, were overrun with tourists and they don't necessarily, haven't been in the mountains or the lakes or the deserts and they don't know how to prepare or how to be, you know, have the best possible impact while having the least possible impact. So we did a lot of campaigns that really focused on how you can be a better tourist um, when you're in place. So you can act more like a local, how you can think like a local and how you can respect that environment. Um, as we look at some of our tech clients, we're really working with them on how um, diversity and inclusion can really be a core value and a core part of what they do um, as we look at the future of work and these hybrid work opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities now for people to hire outside the bigger cities, right? Because remote is okay. All of a sudden it's okay not to have everybody in the office. So that really helps spread the wealth and the opportunity to people that sometimes because of a job my spouse might have or family issues, they're not able to live in New York, Dallas, Atlanta, or LA. So I think, you know, the remote work opportunities has definitely helped companies have a purpose to spread their footprint a little bigger and um, give people an opportunity in other places to really rise up in their career. And I look at that as purpose-driven marketing. Um, we have the opportunity to work with Tesla and um, we were able to do a great campaign where we paired Tesla and Travel Nevada and the governor's office of energy together. And we did a whole electric highway press tour um, with some of the folks such as um, some Instagrammers from the Travel Channel talking about sustainability and opportunities for sustainability along your road trip. I look at that as purpose-driven marketing. Bringing together different clients that might have a different view of something, an electric car company, governor's office on energy, a state tourism bureau, and showing how we can spread the world and have a bigger impact by coming together. So those are some of the things that we've done. That's amazing. Uh, very good stuff. But uh, purpose is, is really uh, catching on uh, these days. And it's very important, you know, uh, and, and you know, consumers these days, especially the younger ones, are you know demanding to see this kind of action from brands. And so uh, so that's a great initiative and congratulations on getting that rolling uh, even before it was a thing, right? So uh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good. All right, now uh, let's look at some of your accolades here. In 2019, you were recognized as a top woman in communications by Reagan, and then in 2020 as a top woman in PR by PR News. That's uh, partially due to your philanthropy and community involvement, in addition to your great agency work. Uh, something you brought into the culture of your agency with your with the Do Good Stuff Committee. Stop. We using polite go. language there. We will. We will use polite language. All right. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about that committee and some of the things you've been up to and why it's so important to have this as part of your agency culture. Oh, my gosh. I, um, you know, if I could pick my dream job, if it wasn't PR, it would probably be the executive director of a nonprofit that impacts kids or the environment, housing there's a lot of causes and issues out there. And I think as marketing people, we have a lot of value we can bring to the table, right? Not just marketing value, but fundraising value, positioning value, door, doers, donors, and door openers, right? Those are the three things I always say you can be. Um, so as we look at the Do Good Stuff Committee, we figure out how we can be all of those things. Um, one of the most awesome projects that we got to work on during COVID was we got to be a very small part of a group called Delivering with Dignity. And it was um, delivering food 
to folks that couldn't leave their houses during COVID because of um, pre-existing conditions, et cetera, et cetera. So we got to help with some of the PR newsletter, social media for that. It was run by the Lieutenant Governor here in the state of Nevada, and it was just super impactful. And um, that kind of work is the kind of work that you look back on and you are like, yes, that's awesome. The reason we created the Do Good Stuff Committee though, is I saw that I was really leading what I wanted to do from a philanthropic standpoint, and that's not good company culture. It should come from the people within your agency and the things that they are passionate about. Um, so now we, um, we have a committee and we come together and we talk about what are some of the things that we can work on um, as a team that matter to them, whether that's things like the Truckee Meadows Parks Foundation or the Community Health Alliance, um, different things within our state that um, we know have impact. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, we have morphed it in 2022. I'll share some news here that I, it's new news for the Abbey Agency. So for the last two years, we've been working on becoming a B Corp, a benefit corp, as you guys know, um, companies that put kind of the world, their people, the environment first. Um, and we found out about six weeks ago that we are a B Corp. So I'm super proud of that. It was a long road, but it's gonna keep me accountable um, and actionable and make sure that we keep doing good work that makes our community, our state and um, where we live and work better. There you go. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that news with us and congratulations thank on you. becoming a B Corps. That is a great accomplishment. Uh, fantastic. As is the Do Good Stuff Committee. Uh, the stuff you're doing there is is amazing and uh, and agencies should take note and uh, take your lead uh, with uh, with those kind of initiatives. So good for you. Uh, all right. So how about this, Abby? What's the best thing about being in PR? I think the best thing about being in PR is you can change the conversation, right? You are able to make change. Um, I'll use an example. Recently, I was diagnosed with BRCA2, which is a genetic mutation that it makes you get, you get breast cancer and ovarian cancer. So I was like, well, this sucks. Wow, what, how can I make sure that more women know about this? How can I make sure that more women and men are able to um, be aware that this gene even exists? So because I know about PR and how things work, I was able to reach out to a state senator and she was like, you know what? We can change the law in Nevada to how women are screened for BRCA when they go in to get their mammogram. So now we were able to raise awareness through PR. We were able to put together a bill um, that ran through um, the state Senate here in Nevada, SB 251. And it made sure that women are screened a different way from now on in the state of Nevada. So they will be more aware if they have this genetic mutation. I don't know if I would have known how to do that if I wasn't in PR. So I look back and I'm like, wow, now we're empowering women with knowledge to save their lives. And that's because I understand how messaging works, right? And how you move an audience and how you get people on board with something. So I love to use um, PR for the power of good for things like that and make long-term change. And that is one of the things in 2021 that I was most proud of. That is fantastic. What an amazing example uh, of, of the best thing about being in PR. That's uh, that, that's incredible. You do such good things over there. And uh, like you mentioned earlier, you know, PR is a lot more than just sending out press releases these days. Absolutely. You gotta, there's a big voice to be heard there uh, from PR and their clients. So that's fantastic. Thanks, Abby. All right. Now, what is a common myth about PR that you'd like to debunk? Oh my gosh, that all PR people do is go to events and work with celebrities and that we're just publicists. Um, sorry, that was my, my 
calendar. Um, I think that sometimes PR gets, and the, I guess the other thing I want to debunk is that we are just top of the funnel, right? PR is just top of the funnel. We really can attribute it to an action or a conversion or a lead. We can't show that it actually raises our website profile, that it combines into SEO. And I think that is, I mean, if you're doing PR like that, you're doing it how maybe it was done 20 years ago. PR is part of the conversion funnel. And we as PR people should be able to understand what people are looking for, where they're looking, how they're looking, when they're looking, why they're looking, and then tie our pitches and our positioning back into that so that we can actually make change for the sales team. So I refuse to believe that PR is just a top of the funnel activity. And um, I use a lot of tools. You know, you guys know that at Agility, that tools are really important. Your tech stack is key to being successful and showing that director of marketing that PR deserves an even bigger seat at the table and that we can be tied back to those goals and help reach those goals. Accountability. I think sometimes we're just vanity metrics, impressions, engagement, yada, 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 advertising value. Mm -mm. No, we are a conversion tool. There you go. That's a fantastic myth to debunk. Uh, it's certainly true that, uh, you know, the numbers and the uh, accountability and the measurability of PR is a lot more advanced than it was, you know, 20 years ago or so. It's good good time for PR pros to start uh, start improving their math skills, right? Uh, because oh my those gosh. numbers really matter. <laughs> Every PR team, I mean, you should get Google certified. You should maybe get HubSpot certified. You should think about having someone from your digital team, you know, run analysis for you. I mean, it's just, yeah, you have to know numbers, which I'm not good at. Um, so mm -hmm. it's been a bit of a learning curve, I'll have to admit. <laughs> Right, exactly. Well, that's why a lot of people got into PR to begin with, right? They didn't want to have to deal with those kind of things. No economics. Uh, but, but it's all changed now, yeah. Now, all right, now what's something you're really excited about right now, either personally or professionally? Oh my gosh. Well, um, you know, the Abbey Agency um, has been lucky to um, acquire some great new clients recently um, in the tech space. We're working with an awesome company called Aurea, call them the Netflix of software. So they have lots of different subscription-based softwares under one banner. Um, that has been really, really fast-paced, challenging, fun, and rewarding. So I love, 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 love that kind of stuff. Um, you know, lots of great travel and tourism clients. Um, we recently won Morrow Bay, which I'm super proud of. We have a couple of bigger opportunities coming down the hopper potentially. Um, but I am super proud of um, the strength of our team. I think we have the strongest team ever. I think we're putting company culture first for the first time in a long time. I mean, really, really committing to it, right? And not just like saying that in passing. Um, and we have three new partners at the Abbey Agency that we just recently announced here. So um, super excited to bring some of those long-term employees kind of into the ownership fold and um, let them have a little bit of that stress as well of, as well of a lot of those rewards, right? Because as you know, in the PR marketing space, we're only as good as the brain trust that we have here and um, human capital is the most important thing. I think that's so true. Well, you're certainly on a great growth momentum over there at your agency. And, you know, staff has a lot to do with that. And uh, they should be rewarded and uh, and given responsibilities uh, uh, accordingly, right? So Absolutely, good. yes. yes <laughs> I agree with they, that. I think that's true. And I think they appreciate that, too. They don't mind the little pressure, too. No, uh, no. Fabulous. All right. Now, uh, what advice would you give to students or to people that are just starting out in PR? Oh, I yes, that's a great question. So I always, I feel like sometimes when you're in school, they teach you a lot of strategy, but not a lot of tactics, right? And you come out of school and you're like, well, I did this PR competition where I had a $5 million budget and I did this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, you're not going to write any strategy yet. You're going to be working more on tactical things under your account manager. So you've got to know how to work a media database. You've got to know how to work a social media listening tool. You 
you've got to know how to um, understand inbound marketing and use HubSpot. So my advice to them is always do at least three internships. At the Abbey Agency, we don't bring on interns unless they've had it one, at least one internship. And they get as many certificates as you can, right? Understand that sometimes, you know, I'm a little bit older, a lot older than a lot of those students coming out of school. And they can teach me things because they um, understand some of that tech stack a little bit better. So that is always my advice to them. Um, though it's great to learn strategy and theory um, and read a lot of case studies and see how the big boys at Coca-Cola and Panasonic did it. It's also good to understand how you can be gritty and really be of value to the agency you're going to. And value is going to be bringing something that maybe that agency owner or that leadership team you know, doesn't have um, the best grasp on because they're younger and they're smarter and they understand things in a different way. I mean, I am, I try to wrap my arms around Reddit, you know, but I'm like, oh gosh, Reddit. Okay. Okay. Let's get in there. Let's dive in there. Um, I'm getting involved in Substacks, right? Because now really Substacks are an important part of the media landscape. I tell all young folks to read things like Bulldog Reporter. I'm like, sub subscribe to these newsletters, listen, learn, come to me and no trends and no ideas. Um, so yeah, that is the advice I would give them internships, read a lot and get as many certificates as you can that show that you understand the tactical side of PR. That's fantastic advice. Uh, PR students heed those words uh, for sure. Well, thank you, Abby. I, I love your enthusiasm uh, and uh, congratulations on all your growth over there. It's fantastic. Now, finally, how can people connect with you? Yeah, so I am very active on Twitter, um, A-B-B-I-J-A-Y-N-E, so at Abby Jane. I'm also pretty active on LinkedIn as well. So um, I would love to connect with folks on any of those panels. I do write, you know, quite a few expert articles, whether it's for you guys, for Forbes, for Inc. So I'm always looking for um, great case studies and ideas of um, lessons people have learned and how we can think differently in the marketing space. Um, so yeah, and I'm always up for a good 15 minute Zoom chat um, for anyone that's interested. All right, fantastic, thanks. All right, Abby. Uh, well, that's all the time we have everybody. So again, we've been chatting with Abby Whitaker. She's the president and owner of the Abby Agency in Reno. Thanks for joining us today, Abby. Thanks Richard. Okay, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of PR Profiles brought to you by Agility PR Solutions. We've got some exciting news for you over here at Agility PR and Bulldog Reporter this month. The 2022 Crisis Comms Mastery Virtual Summit is now open for registration. You can hear from world-class experts as they spill their secrets on how to prepare for, respond to, and resolve a crisis like a PR master. So head over to crisiscommsmastery.com to learn more and register for free. All right, thanks again to Abby Whitaker. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. I'm Richard Carafel, and I look forward to seeing you again on our next episode.